Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Drew Scott here. And I'm Jonathan Scott reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is Terrell Chestnut, former Mountaineer, and you are listening to the Raspy Voice Kids. Jeremy, do you know what time it is? It's time for something. I don't know what. It's time to rock. Time, time to talk. Time, time to talk about washing hands. Okay. All right. You a little hyped about that. Pop okay. culture. Hey, we all need to be hyped about it. This is a dangerous time we're living in. COVID-19 in the building and spreading throughout the world. And it's hungry. <laughs> hungry. Can't be stopped, it sounds like. They're saying that 100% of healthcare workers are going to get it, those working in emergency rooms and hospitals. Are they saying that? That's what they're saying. That's what I was just told today. Wow. So, Jeremy, how do you wash your hands? Uh, well, I always... Wait, wait, wait. It's time for pop culture. Pop. All right, now how do you wash your hands? Always, always keep the water warm. Um, you know, getting under your fingernails. This ain't nothing new. Been doing this from the get. You know me. I wash my hands. But now I've introduced the alcohol during different times of the day. Um, somebody here. Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> I guess that's a little different. You got to be careful. Yeah. You need to know exactly what you're talking about. Try to cleanse inside and out. Okay. <laughs> Try to keep everything on, on point. Um, like I said, I just went to the gas station, got some orange juice. Dude going to cough, then pick up my orange juice and ring it in. Of course, first thing I do when I get to the car, break out the spray, spray down the bottle. Look, I ain't trying to catch nothing. I got to be honest. It's something I don't think much about. I wash my hands when I use the bathroom. I wash my hands when I'm cooking. Um, I wash my hands if I've been outside like doing work before I eat. But there's a lot of times I don't be paying attention to wash my hands like doing extra hand washing. No, that's the reason why you keep you keep the uh, the sanitizer with you. I keep it right there in my car where I can see it. So when I need it in a second, boom, whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. So do you do the special precious uh, smelling hand sanitizer or do you just do the hardcore? No, whatever sterile? I got. No, whatever I got. I mean, 
if you're uh, most of the times at work, most people got the like the, the aloe based hand sanitizer because, um, you know, business, everybody's prepared for this. We were thinking about the NCAA tournament. We're thinking about they're talking about uh, groups of more than 250 people. Everybody is preparing for this. Um, the moment I saw it break out in Japan, I should have immediately invested in some hand, hand, hand sanitizer, well, toilet, masks, and toilet paper, evidently. Yeah, just all kinds of things. Fortunately for me, I'm terrible at Amazon Prime, and I have so much I have so much toilet paper. I've got months, months, months worth of toilet paper. Through, uh, not because I was trying to hoard it, but because I just made uh, accidentally made purchases. So, me personally, I'm I'm uh, what do you say prepared? They said something about toilet paper. No, but people right now toilet paper is flying off the shelf, and people can't figure out what that has to do with hand sanitizer, washing your hands. And basically, Corona nineteen. I don't know. I don't know either. Or COVID nineteen. I'm ready. I'm Kobe Bryant ready. I'm trying to think how many how many deaths are involved with this because I, I see it. Now, see, that's what's interesting. Now we're getting to the coronavirus. Now we were talking about hand washing. We're getting to coronavirus. Here's what's interesting. There aren't that many deaths if you're comparing it to the flu. 46,000 deaths per year in the United States. There's only about 3,000 deaths, I think, or so. No, maybe not even that many in the United States right now. The biggest thing is the percentage. The percentage of people infected by coronavirus that die, is the high estimate is 4%. Low estimate is 1%. The contrast is the flu is 0.1%. Okay. So we're talking big numbers as far as how many people are dying from COVID-19. Okay. That's why this is such a big deal. That's not the only reason. The other reason is because of how quickly it passes from one person to another. 1.3. So if you're infected, you are going to get 1.3 people infected with COVID-19. Okay. So it's more easily passed than the flu. The other thing right now that we know is there's no vaccine and there's no cure. Allegedly. I'm telling you, call the people who put it out. They got the vaccine. You laughing? I'm serious. Call the people who put it. Out. <laughs> I'm telling you, what they gonna say? They gonna come on the podcast, and do an interview, right? Right. As you can see, um, I live right here in the middle of everybody. But yeah, me and my family and everybody I know are fine. Yeah. Yeah, so far. No, they probably try to play it off. They probably will get it on purpose, then no, take the saw, vaccine. You saw the, Jeremy, a high-ranking official in the British government got it. Really? These people, yeah, Jeremy, whoever got it, they hiding it from everybody because high-ranking officials everywhere getting it. Somebody in Italy got it. Mm. Let me see. I just it's got a coming. message. It's coming. Let me see. Let me see. I just got a message. You know what just hit me? Okay, they're going to operate our schools as normal. They cancel school in the county next to us, but the in in. But how long are you going to cancel school for? Till the end of the month, till basically like flu season's over. They're saying this. They're hoping that it dies out the way the flu does around May. How do they know that? They don't know it. They're hoping. I said, why couldn't this happen? <laughs> in school. <laughs> Goodness. Yep. And here's the thing, Brandon. Here's a question you got to ask yourself. If the Mountaineers go on this run and somehow make it to the national championship game, does this mean tickets are going to be a lot lower? <laughs> yes. Are you kidding? I'm telling Have you. Have you not seen this? People are traveling all kinds of places. Somebody, There's a meme that says me looking at somebody when my uh, when they call for my $8 round trip flight did. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> $8 round trip everything, Everything's cheaper right now. No, don't go to Italy. Mess around and not be able to get back in the no, country. No, that's right. You can't go to Italy. You can't go nowhere in Asia pretty much. 
Uh, not only that, people going on cruises for dirt cheap. Got something like There you go. Yeah. You know, it's funny. They, they sit there and talk about all these states that have coronavirus. You know one state who doesn't have coronavirus? West Virginia. And it's funny. They're talking about, well, we're going to host games at sites, um, and, and you know, at the other team sites if there's nothing been contacted. Yeah, bet, bet, bet you wish you had an NBA team, MLB team, uh, uh, NFL team in West Virginia now, don't you? Yeah. Wish, wish you held one of them tournament brackets in West Virginia now, don't you? Yeah. But uh, this is just, I don't know, it's the tip of the iceberg. It's already been WHO, the World Health Organization, officially listed it as a pandemic today, meaning it's intercontinental, which we already knew. Uh, multiple continents are affected by this. But people saying that it's just like the flu don't know what they're talking about. It's not just like the flu. It really isn't. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be as bad as SARS or MERS or definitely not like Ebola or anything like that necessarily. But uh, this is something to pay attention to because we just don't know much about it. And like I said, I work in a hospital, so I'm on the front lines. I deal with patients. Oh, that's right. Why am I over here? <laughs> Why in the world am I over here? You laughing. You said, this G, did he say everyone? A hundred percent of healthcare workers will contact it. Yeah, I got strong muses, no. But even if you have a strong immune system, you might be a carrier. That's another thing you got to be worried about with this whole COVID-19 thing. People just just be clean, okay? Wash your butt, wash your hands. Okay, and do fist bumps, elbow bumps. I ain't touching nobody. Or don't Yo, touch nobody. Why I need to do fist bumps? I'll acknowledge you another way. Yo, what up, G? Get yeah, your, get your big hand away from me. Yeah, <laughs> don't try to bring me in Everybody for no hugs. Shake hands. That's right. It's time for people to stop shaking hands, start quarantining. And I think that you should quit washing your clothes because maybe the bacteria that builds up on it will eat the coronavirus if it gets on you. You think so? You never thought about that. I never thought about that disgusting notion that you just came up with. <laughs> so just what joking. do you think? You talking ladies, about this ladies, canceling ladies, 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 just, ladies. You know I'm joking. You know I'm joking. <laughs> no, but so you're saying, you're saying this. Have you thought much about this? The Ivy League canceled their entire tournament. They didn't even make it where there's no fans there. I they, saw that. I saw that, and that you know the Ivy League is very smart, so they did some number crunching. You think so? Money crunching, and decided <laughs> the tournament don't make today, no money, no way. <laughs> this tournament, the, the risk is not <laughs> worth the reward. It don't make no money, no way. And that's what it's they say. Like they're, they're talking about teams progressing. Like if you listen to ESPN Radio, I was listening to Mike and Mike in the morning. It's progressing. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's not called Mike and Mike in the radio anymore. Mike, but you, but you know what I'm talking about. And uh, they were talking about it. They're like, people are leaving it up to individual teams to make the decision. And you know what that boils down to? Which conferences make money? Which games are going to make a whole lot of money? Now, maybe that'll change here soon if things really get bad. But right now, leaving it up in the air means if you guys make money, go ahead. If you don't, sit down. Ivy League, sit down. I don't know. I just thought they could have done it without fans. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they thought all that travel, all these teams that don't make no money, all the the Ivy League all in the same place. <laughs> Ivy saying. League ain't spread. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. I mean, I just when I went to the Ivy League, um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you think the NCAA tournament is going to end up with no fans? Man, that'd be a huge blow. I mean, honestly, the money they would lose on something like that which is like the the big ticket for them at the end of the season. 
I, I mean, obviously, they'll do everything in their power to have it, but I, I don't know. But it looks like it's trending that way. And I'm going to tell you what. If somehow we make it to the national championship and we can and everybody can't be there, by we you mean West Virginia? I I I, you know I I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. But here's the thing: you you value life over everything else. That's the thing I think people forget a lot. You may not die if you're in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, but there are people in their sixties or seventies that you love that you could carry whatever your whatever you get to them, and when you carry that to them. You can put them in a bad position, and people aren't thinking about that. So that's why these tournaments are being canceled in a lot of places as far as fans are concerned. And that's why there are media restrictions in place in the NBA, in the NHL, and other places. Um, so we'll see. But no matter what, it's still going to be March Madness because TV and gambling aren't going to stop. Yep. So that's it from the RVK on coronavirus and washing our hands. Wash your butts, too. We don't want to smell nothing nasty. Be clean. Love your team. Rack me, boys! Big shout to Shrinkables! Shrinkables! Supporting the RVK partnership since day one. Hey, this is Brandon from the Raspy Voice Kids. We are now teamed up with SeatGeek. SeatGeek, the place to go and get your tickets for any live event that you want to be a part of, especially if you're a sports fan. Use code Raspy Voice, R-A-S-P-Y-V-O-I-C-E, and you get $20 off your first purchase. Code Raspy Voice at SeatGeek. Download the app. Get to saving now. It's time to talk Big 12 Tournament with the Raspy Voice Kids. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by... Jeremy J. and Phoenix, and yes, 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 yes. Big 12 Tournament time. The season has went by, ups and downs. We say it every year. This year was especially true, ups and downs, but we are here. March Madness, break it open, let's go. In the first round, we get, well, I, I don't think it's in the first round. It I is the first round, we get Oklahoma. Okay, well there's those playing games. But just look, one minute, Ohio governor says he will issue order banning fans from NCAA tournament games in Cleveland, Dayton, amid the coronavirus, contra- well, whatever you want to call it, not scandal, but pandemic that has nothing to do with the big 12 tournament but has everything to do with the yeah, NCAA tournament, tournament coming uh we lost both of our games to oklahoma yes and because tcu collapsed after being up 20 points on oklahoma instead of playing tcu in the first game we dropped down to the number six seed and we get to that team that beat us twice already do you like that um, you know what? I was listening to the Brad Howell show or whatever show. I, I honestly, uh, Sportsline, Sportsline, and uh, he was talking about. He gave the stat, and I thought it was a great stat. He says people always act like it's hard to beat a team three times. So we've played seven year complete years. This is our eighth, but we've played seven complete years in the Big Twelve. Six of those seven years, six times, either we've beat a team three times or they've beat us three times. Oh wow. In the whole NCAA, I think in 10 years, I think it's up around 70% where a team goes has a chance for the three-peat and actually wins it. So people who say it's hard to beat team three times, ah, 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 not so fast. It's something that happens with some kind of regularity in West Virginia's last few years of playing basketball. That's very interesting because what do you think is about to happen? 
The truth is, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I want to, like, the, the the negative Nancy side of me wants to say, yeah, we're going to go in there and get whipped. We had one good shooting game. Um, we come back down to earth, and they play ball. We don't match up man-to-man with Little and the other guys on Oklahoma's team. Um they spread you out, and they just have, they their style of play has always given us fits, and they just know how to beat us. The positive side of me says, "Hey, we're hitting our stride. Hey, we have something to prove. Hey, West Virginia plays better when nobody believes in them. West Virginia owes Oklahoma a loss. We owe them. And I think you look at the team, and the team is not going to lose focus. I think there have been times where you can look at a team, look at our team, and felt like they didn't play hard, they lost focus. And I don't think this is going to be one of those times." Emmett Matthews is finding his stride at the right time, had his best game of the season against Baylor. And I really do think West Virginia beats Oklahoma, and I think they beat them easily. I hope you're right. The truth is, I'm just, I I don't know what to make of it. If we can stay out of foul trouble, I think that's a big part of it, how they call the game. Yeah, and it's hard to say how they're going to call the game. You never know in the Big 12 with Big 12 refs. You really don't. There's sometimes there's blatant fouls, and you're like, what in the world? And they let it go. And other times it's like you breathe on somebody's too hard, you know? Yeah, I love it when they let them play. That works in our favor because of our style of play. Because of the way Hugs is recruiting them, because of the way Hugs uh, coaches. Letting them play works in our favor. If they let, if they call it close, we're in a lot of trouble. But I, I personally think it doesn't matter. I think we're going to win. I hope. I've been saying this all year. I was like, we have, in order for us to win tournaments, we're going to have to get hot. By all means, this looks like we're we're heating up right now. Two in a row. We're starting to shoot the ball better. Um, we finished the game last game. I feel like I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping this is a sign that we're getting hot. If we beat uh, Oklahoma tomorrow night, for sure. Thursday night, for sure. It's it's going to be a big time win. So that's, I'll say tonight because the show comes out Thursday morning. Yeah. So this show, you guys will be listening to this on Thursday. We, of course, have not watched the game because the game doesn't happen until Thursday night at 9 p.m. What do you make of that? Well, it happens. I mean, you're out in Kansas. So no, out in Missouri. Out in Missouri. Excuse me. My bad. Like somebody said, what are we, teenagers? Final forecast. That's all right. Yeah. What are we, teenagers? Talking about the 9 o'clock start. Um, I'm not thrilled about the 9 o'clock start, especially since I work Friday. I work a 12-hour shift on Friday and on Thursday. But I'm going to be watching nonetheless. Yep. I'm ready for it. I hope our boys are ready for it. This is what it all came down to. Huggins promised that he was going to turn this team around. He has done it so far. But early exits out of the conference tournament and, and early exit out of the Big 12. I mean, excuse me. Out, excuse me. If we lose early in this Big 12 tournament. Yeah. And we lose like our first game in the NCAA tournament. I don't look at this year as, as, a, as a win. Really? Going from the CBI to the NCAA tournament, you don't look at this season as a win. If we lose the first round of the Big 12 tournament and the With first round of the I Do you think that's because of the expectations that were built no, over the early part of yeah, the season? Yeah, that's exactly what. Because if you look at a lot of the teams that we played, Rhode Island, Northern Iowa, um, these other teams, uh, Wichita State, look at all these teams that are receiving votes. We beat Baylor. We beat Ohio State. We show that we're capable that's the thing. We have shown we are capable. Beginning of the year, we didn't know. Now we've shown we are capable. Shebway, everything we thought, all the hype. He's he's lived up to every bit of the hype that, that, that was supposed to be here. We've seen people step up and hit shots, and shooting seems to be going uh, better and better. Yes, they have 
push me to a point that I want to see a win. You know, I, I just want us to look good. Like even if all right, let's if we lose but look good, I'll take it. We just can't look like we did in that stretch that we lost six or seven. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you're going to see the rotations be tighter. Like I don't think you're going to see Logan Rout. I really don't. No, no, no. That's the yeah. I don't think you're going to see Logan Rout. I think you're going to see a lot less McCabe. Um, Harler's still going to get to play because of his defense. Yep. They were talking about it being McNeil, uh, McBride. Sherman. Sherman. Uh, yeah, Sherman, he's one of those X factors. Is he going to get into play? Yeah. Um, Haley and Matthews, obviously. Culver, Sheepway. Yeah. So so we'll see. But, yeah, you're 100% right. Now's the time. Um, everybody's talking about the lineups and how many different lineups there were. And people didn't get to stay for so long. And people didn't get to stay for so long. And now this is when the tournament, everything you worked for all year is finally here. You know, it's here and now. Everything that Huggins has done to mix and match players and mix and match uh, rotations, now it's a time where, okay, we'll find out the smaller rotation. These are the guys. This is the rotation that gets it done the best. And I think more than anything, you're going to see guys who can make plays make plays. And they're going to get the chance to make plays. They're going to get the opportunity to go out there and make plays. And that is McBride, McNeil, and Sherman. I think those are the guys who need to get played. They need to get burned. Um, and they're going to get that burn because Huggy Bear is not playing around anymore. There's no messing around with the, the the system, trying to figure out what works, what doesn't. I think they know what works and what doesn't work. Um, and I think there's no feelings being spared at this moment. And people who think Huggy doesn't uh, spare feelings, he does. He 100% does. Senior night. Look at senior night. Logan Rout, um, Chase Harler, and uh, Haley, who would have started anyway, all get the start. So Huggins knows what he's doing, and I think this time it's going to be a little bit different. There it is. There it is. We're excited for this tournament to begin. It is March Madness. Hopefully we get all of the madness. Hopefully he's not derailed too much by Mr. Corona. Corona Rona. But that is Jay and Fiend. I also hate Pitt, Brandon Phoenix. We out. Rack me, boys. We love our man, Jim Ashley, the quintessential businessman and international world traveler, Jim Ashley. We thank you for being a sponsor and partner with the show. We love having you on. Can't wait till you're here again. The Recipe Boys Kids are brought to you by Swill Dog Hard Cider, the finest hard cider in all of the world, made right there in Franklin, West Virginia. They are encouraging you to get Swill. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined today by Mr. Curtis Fleming, a Hall of Famer in multiple Hall of Fames, a world record holder, and more than anything else, he's an angler. The angler of the year for West Virginia. Come on, check him out with us. Curtis Fleming. Thank you for joining us today, Curtis. Brandon, that's, that's quite an introduction, man. I, I feel like uh, they just rolled out the carpet in the Coliseum and, and uh, Timmy, the mascot, just fired the, the musket. That's what we aim to do here. We aim to make it like the carpet's getting rolled out, like the musket's getting fired. When we have somebody like you on with us, and we are just grateful that you're able to join us today. We know you're a very busy guy. Man, that means a lot. And you guys are doing some really cool stuff for uh, – for the state of West Virginia and WVU, and 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 we share the same passion, man. I, I I love what you're doing. Well, now we appreciate you saying that, and I'm thankful for that. Thank you for saying that. 
we uh we're Parkersburg boys, my brother and I. We do this show. Uh, we've been doing the show for almost three years now. You are a Bridgeport guy, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, and that, you know we we kind of have a little rivalry with with the Parkersburg. So, are you guys uh, at Parkersburg South? Where where you come from now? Patriots? Where you at? We're big Reds. Big Red. Okay, back. Back in the day, that was a big rivalry for us, you know? Yes, sir. The Indians and the Big Reds. (laughs) That's it, man. That's it. That's awesome. Yep, we're doing our best to represent the state the way that you are, and you're doing so much. I want to know more than anything, how did it all get started for you? So, you know, I mean, I I was a school teacher, and – and and I had the opportunity to, to work with kids and troubled youth, and uh, and I always had the passion. My dad gave me that love for the outdoors, and um, and and that's what I I would do with with my, my kids that I taught. I would in, I would introduce them to the outdoors, and I would take them fishing. But I always had a dream of doing a show, and uh, and I had a friend that that told me, he said, you should just shoot a pilot. You should should put a show together. And we did, and we put a pilot together, and I sent it into the Outdoor Channel, and they were like, can you do 12 more just like it? (laughs) And and I'm like, wow. Um, uh, My next step is to come home and tell my wife I'm going to quit my job and, and start a fishing show. So, how hard? How was that conversation? Well, you know, I practiced for like a couple of weeks, and I'd look in the mirror and be like, "Honey, I'm gonna start a fishing show." Uh, Shelly, I'm gonna start a fishing show, <laughs> and and I because she's a principal, and you know, Brandon, my first, tri- you know, my first trip to the principal's office was in 1974. <laughs> and <laughs> you remember. <laughs> Oh, I remember. I remember. My dad reminds me because I'm still in the principal's office. You know, I mean, I can't get out. You can't get out now. Because she's, you know, she's a principal and I'm still in. And uh, so, you know, I, I remember that day clear. She was, you know, she, I saw her smiling because she, she was on the treadmill after school. And, 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 and I come up to her and I was like, I'm going to start a fishing show. I said, what do you think? And she's like, she gives me the the nod and and she smiled and I was like, Oh wow, that's easy. And I was like, so I like went upstairs and I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it was that easy. And like five minutes later, she comes upstairs and she takes her earbuds out and she's like, I didn't hear what you asked me. (laughs) (laughs) So I I had to ask her again, you know, that's classic. Um, At least you got to practice it though. I did. I did. But I have the coolest wife in the world. She's a West Virginia girl, um, Barber County, West Virginia. And, uh, you know, um, it, it's, it's 14 years later. Um, I tell everyone, I, I'm a humble guy. I'm, I'm one Yeti sponsorship away from going back to being a school teacher. Um, I'm, I'm nobody special. I, you know, I know where I come from. I work as hard as I can doing this. I love what I'm doing. Um, God's given me the gift to 
to be able to travel the world and and show off our great state of West Virginia. I, I'm I'm just I love our state and I love to be able to show, you know, the 64 million households that we're in what we have right here in West by God, Virginia, and how beautiful it is and our natural resources. And I, I, I hope I can do it for a, a, another 114 years. We hope so too. We hope it never stops. Now you obviously are the host of the fly rod Chronicles. I didn't say that to begin with. I should have said the host of fly rod Chronicles, 64 million households you're in now. And so people all over the world are getting to see what you're doing out there angling for these fish do you have a favorite fish to catch you know and that's a tough question because um our state fish here in west virginia is the brook trout and i think it's the most beautiful trout in the world and i love coming home and and chasing our brook trout um with that being said being able to you know we fished We've actually went to the North Pole. Believe it or not, they have three weeks of summer there and chased Arctic char. You know, last summer I got to take my youngest daughter over to South Africa to the Seychelles Islands and and catch a fish that I would have only dreamed of catching, the the GT, the giant trevally, which actually feeds on seagulls. They they come up and, and, oh, and, wow. and eat seagulls off the top of the water. I mean, vicious fish, you know, and, and I got to catch one of those and, you know, tarpon and bonefish and, and to be able to catch, you know, fish in Alaska, all species of salmon. And it's just like, you know, there, there's a saying like the tug is the drug and it's, it's, it's like when you feel that tug at the end of your line, I, I don't care if it's our state fish, that little brook trout, or it's, it's a, a tuna in the, in the ocean. It, it turns me back into a little kid again. Now see, I, I've been fishing out in Alaska myself. We went fishing. Tell me we were, about it. It was amazing. We, went, we fished for uh, rockfish. Yes. Halibut. Oh, Nice. And then we we went snagging for salmon. That was my favorite. Did you eat them? Yeah, we ate them. We ate them for a long time. <laughs> we brought we we shipped them back home too. Oh, did you eat some halibut too? Of course, we had to. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? It was every bit of it. And you're right. The adrenaline rush was amazing. Like I'm not I'm not a fisherman myself. I would go with my friends to drink beer and hang out. You know, <laughs> that was my excuse. Absolutely. We go to the flood wall in Parkersburg and fish on the Ohio River. Absolutely. But I'm not what you would call a fisherman per se, but that would have turned me into it. If I could fish like that every day, I would do it a lot more often. There you go. That, that's it. It's, it's addicting, and it, it does. It takes a grown man, and it turns him back into that, that middle school, grade school kid. Yeah. Now, do you have a favorite spot in West Virginia to fish? You know, and, and and there's a lot of them. I mean, and there's some that like, there's some people that when they find that secret spot that might be a stream that comes off of, uh, you know, Spruce Knob or a stream off of, you know, the South Mountain or, or North Branch that they keep to themselves. Um, you know, uh, fishermen can sometimes be secretive. Yeah. But, you know, I I tell a lot of people, you know, that says, 
gosh, we see your show and, you know, we see you plug in Harmon's cabins a lot, which is over on the North Fork of the South Branch of the Potomac. And, and that's a mouthful when you say that to, to know that a trinkle of water comes from the North Fork of the South Branch of the Potomac River, knowing that that trinkle of water comes off of our mountains in West Virginia that flows clear down to make the Potomac River that comes in front of our capital of the United States that goes into the into the Chesapeake Bay, into the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, isn't that amazing? Well, you sure know your waterways. I mean, I, I mean, it's crazy to know that it it all starts. You know, when when we call it almost heaven, and I, you know, and I, we all know it's heaven. Yeah. Well, I mean, the sun is gold and the sky is blue. What more signal could you get? Seriously, I'm telling you. And and I mean, I, I'll give you an example. So, you know, as ESPN comes here to play basketball and 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 cover it and everything, you got you got old Fran talking about our pepperoni rolls and and he loves all the very old peppers. You know, Mark Neely, who um, you know, who's from Kansas. I, I had dinner with him before he covered the the, the last Mountaineer uh, basketball game, and he, he he's like, man, I've I've heard of the Wonder Bar, and I heard they got great steak, and and he and I went and hung out, and all he wanted to talk about was fishing, and and he's like, man, I saw you and Hugs fish this one stream up on uh, uh, Harmon's cabins, and he's like, I'm I'm I, before. A game. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in a couple days early, and I want to go fishing. And I gotta fish that river. Yeah. And it's just, it, it's cool to know that you know. And and we we constantly get emails and you know on our, on our platforms, the social media of hey, we're coming. We're, we're you know we're planning a vacation. We see what you got in your state. We want to come up and fish your rivers and lakes. Well, soon you're going to have to have the RVK come down and fish with the FRC. How, hey, how cool would that be? Honestly, straight up. Um, and, and, and we'd have to do it live, and I think that would be awesome. We'd love every minute of it, I guarantee you. Now, the thing, the thing is, you got to take – the hurt hater said if you take him fishing, he's going to take you bear hunting. <laughs> hey, he's, I, I think that's a pretty good deal, right? It's a good trade-off. I, yeah. Now you mentioned you know that you, what, what what he, he he's scared to death of a bear. I think. <laughs> I think it depends on where he finds him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you, I think he's scared. I think I think he's all talk. I think he's actually scared of bear. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I am. <laughs> Now you you mentioned fishing with Huggins, and you fished with a lot of famous people, with a lot of important people. Do you have a favorite guest or a favorite segment? Oh man, you know Huggins is the best. You know people people don't realize you know how busy that man is and how hard he he works. And you ask him his number one dream man he he wants to bring a national championship to the state of west virginia so bad i mean not not for himself he he wants to bring it 
to the 1.8 million people that live, this st- live in our state. He, he wants it so bad. But if you ask him, Hugs, what's, what's the second thing that you love besides basketball? He'll tell you fishing. And, you know, I, I, met, I met him right after his brother-in-law, Randy, passed away with cancer. And and his wife and his daughters, they're like, you know, Curtis, you, you kind of remind me of, of Randy and, and, and Hugs really needs this because, you know, his his lake that he has up at his place in Ohio, whenever he had free time, him and Randy always spent time bass fishing. So, you know, when I introduced him to fly fishing, you know, him being – you know, an athlete and, and, and fishing, he just instantly picked it right up. And, um, and, and you can't not have a good time with him, but he instantly gets competitive. And, and, you know, it's all about, Hey, I got two fish on you, Curtis, and you only got one. Hey, I got five <laughs> and you only got three. And, and then, then he starts exaggerating on me. And, like all, like all and, good uh, fishermen, right? Exactly. And and then then he won't listen to me. And I told him one time, I was like, Hugs, hey, lift your rod up. And he's like, I got this. And I told him, I was like, you're the, you're the most uncoachable person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I'm telling you, he, he's a great fisherman. He He's actually, there's one picture on my phone that he will not let me share on social media. And, and he said, I'm allowed to show people, but I'm not allowed to share on social media. You, you, you know what it would be, Brandon? Do you have more fish than him? No, no. It's just the opposite. It's his wife got a fish mounted for him. And when they gave it to him Christmas morning, he's smiling so big from ear to ear. It, it does not look like Bob Huggins. Because he's smiling. And I, I'm talking ear to ear. And he said, if you put that on social media, I'll kill you. And I'm like, Hugs, that's the best picture I've ever seen of you. He goes, <laughs> he goes I, don't, I don't want anybody to know that I was ever that happy. You know, I've interviewed him three times now, and I've never, ever heard him talk like that. So I think we're going to see that smile. You, I, I, I'm telling you. You said it on one of your podcasts. I saw you said it on Twitter. They're getting ready to make a run. You yep. said, you said they're what? What was your word? They are irrational. They're. I don't I remember. Mean, I tweet. A, I tweet a lot. It's hard for me to remember exactly what I said, but the thing I know is they're due. They're due. That's right. They're unpredictable. Right now. How would how would you like to be Bill Self? How would you like to be knowing that you got to face Bob Huggins and that group that at any minute they can get streaky right now? And they're hitting, they're getting hot at the right time. And they're young, and dear Lord, what they're bringing next year. Well, I don't even want to worry about next year. I can't wait for. I, I'm excited about this year. They're young and they're hungry. And I think we can make a run this year. So we'll have to wait and see. I agree, bro. I agree with you. Are you ready for rapid fire? 
Hit me, baby. Hit me. All right. Does ketchup go on a hot dog? Never. 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 That's a, it, actually it should be a sin. He says strongly never, and it should be a sin. Man, that's powerful. All right. Do you, do you like Cool Ranch Doritos or Nacho Cheese Doritos? Cool Ranch. Always Cool Ranch. Pepsi or Coke? Always Coca-Cola. That's right. I, 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 nobody asks for a Jack and Pepsi. That's what I always say. Never. What's the best flavor of Pop-Tart? Strawberry. That's what I say, too. Lion you, King. There you go. Lion King or Toy Story? Oh, Lion King. Oh, man. So you're one for one. My brother says Lion King. I say Toy Story. My brother says Brown Sugar Cinnamon Pop-Tart. I say Strawberry. All right. Okay. One for one. One for one. Where is the best place to get fast food french fries? Fast food french fries. I mean, isn't it always McDonald's, though? McDonald's is the answer. Always. Now, here's the question that tell that will tell us what kind of man you are. Okay. Do you pee in swimming pools? Oh, you got to. You have to. See, see, Mr. Fleming, I wanted to know if you were an honest man, and you just proved you are an you are an honest man. I mean, that's a it's a long walk to John from the pool, right? That's right. It's a long walk, and there's chlorine for a reason. It, that's it. I mean, hey. It's not going to cause the coronavirus, is it? It never did. <laughs> it might cure it. We don't know. <laughs> it probably would. Well, I can tell you right now, this has been one of the best interviews I've ever done. Certainly one of the most fun. Curtis Fleming, we thank you so much for joining the Raspy Voice Kids. Will you please tell the people where you can find Fly Rod Chronicles? Fly Rod Chronicles. So, hey, we're, we're on the Pursuit Channel. Um, as you know, digital is huge we're on youtube we are you you just you you just google fly rod chronicles and you will find us all over social media and if you want to see bob huggins you want to see jerry west you want to see sir nick faldo check us out man i i I will tell you this i don't claim to be the best fly fisherman in the world but i will entertain you and you will see me smile And we've got to get Brandon Phoenix fishing with us on Fly Rod Chronicles. It sounds like a plan to me. We'll have to stay in touch and make it happen. We got to do it. And and I guess we got to bring Herdator with us. We got to. He wants us to go bear hunting, so we got to do it. (laughs) Man, I appreciate you. Hey, seriously, I appreciate what you're doing. And, And what you are doing, I can tell you're a man of God that comes from your heart and it comes across you know, you can see when somebody's not real, and I can tell you're real, and, and, and keep up what you're doing. Well, I thank you. That's a high compliment, and I, I want to say the same about you, and I was told that about you by multiple people, but until I, you know, until you speak to a person, you don't know for yourself, and you did not disappoint. You were everything everyone said, and I just thank you for your time. I really, really do. Thank you so much for your time, and for your honesty, for your enthusiasm, and for the work you do for the state of West Virginia. That means a lot. We we, we got we got to meet in person and get a, get a hot dog with uh, mustard and onions and an original Coca Cola. Sounds great.
Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.